This podcast is brought to you by Conquer Cancer, the ASCO Foundation. Our mission is to accelerate breakthroughs in life-saving cancer research and empower people everywhere to conquer cancer. You can make a gift at conquer.org forward slash podcast. Imagine being a child. You've been feeling really bad. You keep waiting to get better. But when you go to the doctor, you get the news that would scare even the bravest of grown-ups. You have cancer. As we kick off Childhood Cancer Awareness Month this September, this is a perfect time to ask yourself, what would it be like to face that fear as a child? At just seven years old, Kennedy faced this reality. A young child who enjoys playing with her sister, eating ice cream, and drawing stories with her chickens. Kennedy was diagnosed with Wilms tumor, a rare type of kidney cancer. Imagine the tunnel vision, the sleepless nights, the gut-wrenching anxiety that young patients and their parents and grandparents and siblings experience after such a diagnosis, particularly in cancer that has historically proven difficult to treat. This is because Wilms tumors are uncommon and childhood cancer research is underfunded. Decades ago, the survival rate for children with Wilms tumor was dismal, but elevated investment in childhood cancer research has drastically increased the odds for patients like Kennedy. Today, young patients with Wilms tumors have a 93% chance of survival. Kennedy's oncologist, Dr. Wendy Allen Rhodes, had a plan for her treatment. Supported by a Conquer Cancer grant, Dr. Allen Rhodes collaborated with other scientists to search for signals in the body that suggest the presence of sarcomas and related tumors. This work led to a groundbreaking clinical trial focused on improving survival in young patients with rare tumors. She drew from this research to maximize Kennedy's chances of conquering cancer. It worked. By the time Kennedy was eight years old, she was declared cancer-free. In the spirit of Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, we're resharing a conversation I had with Dr. Alan Rhodes back in August 2021. In this chat, she tells us more about Kennedy, why childhood cancer research must continue, and the immense impact that donors have on young patients through supporting Conquer Cancer. Hi, Dr. Rhodes. How are you doing today? Thank you. Thank you. How are you? Great. I am so inspired by Kennedy's story. She was going through all these treatments during COVID. And I know being a survivor that it's very lonely going through this for the patient and their caregivers. You're absolutely right. Children going through cancer therapy can be very isolating and lonely and very stressful. We try to make that better with a lot of programming, but a lot of our programming had to stop just for safety reasons. And so these things are really important to maintain. When I was younger, I was involved with the Children with Cancer Organization in DC. And I just remember, and this is obviously 30 years before I got sick. I remember thinking back then that I can't imagine a kid going through chemotherapy. And then now having gone through it, I have to say even more so, I can't imagine a child going through it. But I think, and do you find that children are more resilient than adults? Yeah. Well, I've never been an adult oncologist, but, <laughs> you know, I think kids, um, they have age on their side, their bodies are 
not beat up from years of whatever we do to our bodies. So physiologically, they're resilient, but also spiritually and mentally, they're very resilient. And it's incredible what support from family members, the medical team, community, friends, how much can lift us up. And often what I find when a child is diagnosed with cancer is that really brings out the best in people and you see all of the good around you and they sort of surround these families and lift them up. And that can be so, again, healing for the family. And, and yeah, they are really resilient. There are hard times, but they are a little bit like Teflon and they bounce back and um, it makes it such a joy to take care of them and their families and to learn about their communities and what's going on at home. And it's terrific to see that you and your community of oncologist researchers are treating the whole person now. It does make a difference yeah. having gone through it. And this is a perfect example of how Conquer Cancer is behind supporting the whole person as they're going through treatment. We've learned over the years and from patient advocates that it's imperative to really implement those things early and proactively plan for symptoms and treat them early and you know try to normalize things as much as possible. If you're in treatment for two or three years when you're a child, there's a lot of growing and developing to be able to sort of pivot and move and help them develop through the normal milestones that they would as they go through that therapy. That's really important for them to grow up and be an adult and do all the things that they had planned for their life. It's our whole goal is to get them there so that they can do these things. We have to be able to grow with them too. And so that's where all of the support around us, child life and social work, psychology and you know, our nurses and all of the people in the community, that's where that all comes in. So really, I always say like, my role is important, but small in the grand scheme of things of of what we need to do to get somebody through this. But your role is extremely important. And I give you, I commend you for working with children because I mean, they're a future. I can't imagine being a parent of a child going through it either. So I know you add significant value to everyone during the process definitely a team sport. I'm lucky that each place that I've worked at, everybody's all in and we're all on the same team. We're all going the same direction. So that's very, very helpful. And I feel very fortunate to have all those people around me too, as the oncologist helping me get everybody else through it too. So you're all staying strong together. What are the greatest needs in childhood cancer right now? So, you know, we've done a really good job as a community going from a disease that was pretty incurable or incurable to having some pretty good success rates. And we've only done that through hard research, but we still have a long ways to go. We want to make it so that when we get any kid through the door, no matter what their diagnosis is, is they have an excellent outcome with the therapies that we have available. It can only be done through research. And the therapies that we have right now that are we have excellent outcomes, we're continually striving to make them better so that they hurt less normal cells and normal tissues, have less side effects maybe be shorter therapy so that kids can go back to being kids or teenagers can go back to being teenagers. Kids get cancer too. It is still a very big problem for children and adolescents. And we need research funding to fund the scientists who do that really important work before it ever gets into my hands as a medication. And I've been on both sides of it. So, uh, you know, I really, really feel very strongly that we need to just continue to keep on keeping on with this fight against childhood cancer, keep funding the research so that we can keep making steps forward. And what better way than to continue to tell the patient stories, getting the word out there about what these children are going through, and then hopefully 
continuing to raise money for research. Without research, there is nothing, in my opinion. I'm grateful for all of those that went before me. So I was able to be saved. So I commend you on what you're doing and all your fellow colleagues. Yeah, I think those patient stories are really, really key. People based on their life experiences and what's happened to them and the people around them, they have ideas about what childhood cancer looks like. And it looks different for every single patient. But I think it's important to know the success stories. And I think it's important to know where we need help and where we need to put those research dollars and where we're not satisfied with what we're doing and we want to be better. Making sure that we're raising money for research so that we can hopefully one day have an end to cancer research. Yeah, I think the patients being able to tell their stories in whatever sort of format or media that they choose or what what speaks to them, I think is really important because again, as we spoke about earlier, it's healing for that patient and family, but it also shows the world what these children are going through. Sometimes there's hard times, sometimes there's fun and crazy times, but it's really important for the world to see the good work we're doing and where we need to do better work and where we need help and where we need to focus those research dollars. And so I can think of no better way than for people like Kennedy and her family to tell their story and their experience because I see their experience from a different angle, obviously. And what really matters is, is what has happened to them and how they've experienced it. What is your message to Conquer Cancer donors that are supporting folks like Kennedy and her family with research funding? We are making progress. It will never be fixed enough for us because we want everything fixed yesterday. But we are making progress and there are new drugs that are coming out. And I couldn't say that, you know, 10 years ago, that was not a true statement, but we've made progress in the last 10 years and we are continuing to make progress every day. And so we're excited for the future. We're learning more and more about each cancer that affects a child. And we are going to continue to keep doing this until we can tell every child and every mom and every dad and every grandparent that we have something that can cure their child and they can go on to do what they were supposed to do in this world. And that is our goal. That's wonderful. And if someone wants to donate during this month to childhood cancer research, who should they contact? So Conquer Cancer has their webpage set up for childhood cancer research donation. For full transparency, I think this is out there on the web, but I have received research funding to research a childhood sarcoma through the Conquer Cancer Foundation. I'm very grateful for that money that came through. We were able to do those studies. So obviously I'm a big supporter and fan of the Conquer Cancer Foundation for all of the things that you guys do and all of the researchers that you support. It makes a difference. And Conquer Cancer is saving lives through research. And everyone is so grateful for all the donations that people have donated in the past. But we're really hoping this month for people to donate to the Conquer Cancer Foundation for childhood cancer research. Most of the work that has been done historically in childhood cancer research, much, much more than you would imagine has been funded through these private organizations such as Conquer Cancer as compared to research that's done from federal funding of research for childhood cancer. So the private donations and the private organizations and the nonprofits like Conquer Cancer are a huge piece of our success. And we're grateful for everyone who donates. So do you have any other last minute thoughts of things you want people to hear? I want people 
to be aware that this happens to children. I think we all sort of want to take it away and say that'll never happen to me or somebody I love, but the statistics will tell us a different story. I think if you have somebody in your life who is diagnosed with a childhood cancer or a teenager who's diagnosed with a pediatric cancer, just showing your support and helping them heal in the ways that have nothing to do with medicine can be extraordinarily helpful. I'm really grateful that organizations like this can be a part of the process and the healing process for our patients. And I encourage people out there to let their children express what's going on because this is what's going to help get them through. That was so well said, Dr. Rhodes. Thank you so much. Patients who conquer Wilms tumor face the greatest risk of reoccurrence within the first two years following treatment. After the two-year mark, this risk declines. Kennedy has surpassed this survival milestone. More than two years later, Kennedy remains cancer-free. Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you by Conquer Cancer, the ASCO Foundation. Conquer Cancer is creating a world where cancer is prevented or cured and every survivor is healthy. You can make a gift at conquer.org forward slash podcast. The participants of this podcast report no conflicts of interest relevant to this podcast. Full disclosures can be found on the episode page on conquer.org. The purpose of this podcast is to educate and to inform. This is not a substitute for professional medical care and is not intended for use in the diagnosis or treatment of individual conditions. Guests on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Guest statements on the podcast do not express the opinions of ASCO. The mention of any product, service, organization, activity, or therapy should not be construed as an ASCO endorsement.